At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It is a numbers game. Good. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. Kelly Midlin Bidlin. It's all brought to you by uh, BetMGM Nevada, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. We appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, Quite the show again today, this morning, and the beauty of this show, Kelly. Hello, Kelly, by the way. Hey, how you doing, man? I'll tell you, the start of this show really sneaks up on you, you know? Does <laughs> <laughs> this, this happen at this time every day? <laughs> this happens like this every day? Really snuck up on me. I get up me. this early every day? Wow. <laughs> uh, it's a good show because but one, of the beauty of, uh, you know, one of the beauties of a numbers game is people just roll through, which we love, uh, here at the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, for those of you wondering. Uh, later, so who's rolling through today? Matt Bookalter. And people are probably, who's Matt Bookalter? Uh, for those who uh, have been in sort of the gambling Twitter community for many, many years, you will be familiar with Plus EV Analytics. Uh, it's Canadian week here on A Numbers Game. We had Rob Pozzola on earlier this week. He was in studio. Matt Bookalter in studio to talk about his favorite season win total bets in the National Football League, uh, most of which are alt bets. But oh, he, is Matt Canadian, too? Matt is Canadian, too, both but, from the Toronto area. You know, why are, uh, I feel like Canadians are just better betters than we are. I feel like they're just better people than Probably we are. Probably just better people overall, good yeah. point. Better at everything. Very nice people. Very smart, very nice, very kind. And they roll through a numbers game, so we appreciate it. So Matt Bookalter will join us, uh, as will, ladies and gentlemen, the return of Todd Wishnev to this desk. Todd Wishnev in town, star of the Showtime docuseries Action and the Megapod. He will be here, as will... Two-time Hilton Super Contest winner Steve Fezzik. The two of them are in a weight loss challenge, and we promised all summer we would get them together on the desk, and they would hash out the details or at least re- recap the details and give us an update as to where they are. They'll schmack talk each other, I'm sure, and uh, if I can get in and bet on Wishnev, I think I will at this point. But maybe Steve will talk me off that position. We'll get Steve's football thoughts as well on the season. Uh, we'll talk about wild card odds here in the National Football League. Yes, no, playoff MLB. As well, Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke in uh, Southern California. So we'll do it all this uh, this morning on the show. First, as always, as the case uh, here, and especially during slams, U.S. Open day two yesterday, day two of round one. After a uh, remember day one, we had four dogs. We went two and two for a winning day yesterday. You, we were either two and two for a winning day or two and one for an even bigger winning day. It depends on where you bet the Lucia Bronzetti match because Lucia Bronzetti. Walked off the court down 5-4 in the third. So this is the thing with betting tennis. Some books require a match to be completed. Most books do. 
Oh, man. So we got a, so for most people, it was a really fortunate, we think, refund because we were down 5-4 and we were down a break with Lucia Bronzetti. So most got a refund. But there are, there are books, uh, MGM, Circa, and Pinnacle in faraway places. Those three specifically off the top of my head, I think just one set had to be complete. In that case, you would have lost that bet. So uh, either 2-2 two and two for a winning day and 2-1. and one, And the reason it ended up being a winning day largely was because of Danielle freaking Collins, who got it done against Naomi Osaka late last night. That match started, as they say in the Bay, hella late. Yeah, East Coast time. I mean, I mean, now that we're kind of on it, uh, or I'm on an East Coast schedule, pretty much. Yeah. Watching that last night, I'm like, I don't. I, how is anybody out east watching this right now? Like, oh, I, like I'm falling asleep in the second set. Like, and I want to watch this, but I was hanging on every point. Man, yeah, it was a good match. That and, was a good match. And uh, you know, I was watching. It's so funny watching people watch bets because Wishnev was on it with me. And as soon as Collins went down three three love in the first set, he's just losing his mind. I'm like, we're down a break. Relax, right? And sure enough, the steely Danielle freaking Collins uh, got it done. Beautiful uh, shots and, and certain rallies were just unbelievable in this. And so she gets it done in straight sets, and so we have another uh, second straight winning day. So back to Bronzetti real quick. Do the, yeah. play, do the players get fined when, when they leave the court like that or no, anything? No, no. Because doesn't it screw up all tennis record-keeping and statistics and all that kind of stuff? Well, I'll tell you what it screws up is tennis betting, right? So, like, I mean, yeah. for... You know, what you say to yourself is, well, as many times as that works out fortunately for you, it should work out against you also. I don't know. I'm, I'm of the mind. It's sort of like bad beats discussion. Right. Oh, bad beats will go for you against you. I think if you're good at handicapping a sport, it actually goes against you more. But we've had in the last, I will say this, in the last month, Bronzetti, and then there was a, a Kalinskaya match against Arena Sabalenka a few weeks back where the same thing happened in our favor. So, again, refund for most but a loss for some, you know, and it yeah. is, it is tough also because some of it, by the way, the worst I've seen this happen before. I wasn't involved in it, but the, some, uh, someone will be down five love in the third and deciding set. And the person down will just leave the court. It's brutal, dude. If you have bets on these things, it's brutal, man. I mean, yeah, from a betting aspect, it's, oh. I mean, I mean, it's brutal, obviously, but, also just, it, but you're right. If you're doing, if you're doing it right, it's going to hurt you more than it's not. Plus it's like, it's like bad beats in poker or anything, right? You're right. going to remember every time oh, this went sure. against you where you're re- probably not going to remember as much when it goes in your favor. And these two went in, this one here went in our favor for some, again, some, some guy like either way, it's a winning day and we'll take it uh, as uh Zheng Xinwen got it done against the very, how can I put this? Ornery Yelena Ostapenko, who really doesn't like to shake hands when she loses. Notice that as well. That's a sort of a staple of her career. Today, four more picks. We are in round two now in the United States Open. Uh, one on the men's side, three on the ladies' side. On the men's side, we are taking uh, da- Daniel Elahi Galan, the Colombian player, minus 137 on Galan is where I got it. You could probably even get a better price than that this morning by about 14 cents last I saw. Uh, Galan against Jordan Thompson. And so I'm, I'm very surprised that number went against us on this. But Galan is the pick on the men's side. I got him at one, minus 137. I saw a minus 123 this morning. So you, yeah. might, you might even be able to get a better number. Looking at a minus 120 right now. There you go. So, so yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some good numbers out there. Okay, so that one went against us. But Galan is my one pick on the men's side. On the ladies' side, uh, taking Ludmila Samsonova against the... Uh, U.S. Open finalist from last year, Layla Fernandez, by the way, Emma Raducanu, the, uh, the U.S. Open champ from last year, already bounced in round one. 
I took Samsonova at minus 154 against Fernandez last night. That's in the minus 160s now, I believe. Minus 175. Yeah, it's, that's, that's probably too high, guys. It's probably too high. I, I wouldn't let it get past the minus 160s. If you can find anything in the minus 160s, that's still playable. Uh, so as, as the Galan one went against us, this one uh, soared past us. We were ahead of this one. Uh, the other one is that we're ahead of is Beatrice Haddad Maya, who was minus 110 um, last night, just curiously to me. Uh, Beatrice Haddad Maya was minus 110 uh, in her match against Bianca Andrescu, the former U.S. Open champion on the ladies' side back in 2019. This is now higher for Haddad Maya yeah, as I'm well. Yeah, minus 120. I'd still play that. I'd still play the minus 120. And then, ladies and gentlemen, I saved the best for last. Now, you know, if you've been listening to our tennis picks for years, you know, we used to hit like $2 and $3 dogs fairly routinely, like more than we should have. We've never hit a $4 dog. Today, and this takes place in 52 minutes, Elizabeth Mandlick is a plus 445 against Wimbledon finalist Anz Jabour, the Tunisian. Elizabeth Mandlick, American player, she is Hannah Mandlikova's daughter. For those who remember Hannah Mandlikova, she's a four-time slam champion in the 80s. I think she won everything but Wimbledon. Mandlick is plus 45, and the reason that this is a play is because Mandlick's hardcourt numbers of real late are pretty elite, and she's beaten some players in San Jose at the Silicon Valley Classic a few weeks back. She, um, she beat Jill Teichman. She beat Allison Risk. And she took Paula Bedosa to a third set tiebreaker before losing. So she's beaten players here of late. Conversely, Ansha Boer's hardcourt numbers really not up to snuff. And so at plus 445, at least in the short term, plus 445, I think we have more than a puncher's chance here to hit this. This takes place again in 50 minutes. Elizabeth Mandlik, plus 445, your First of four tennis plays today. All right, Gil, calm down. I'll bet the four to one dog, okay, that starts in 50 minutes while we're on the air, okay? I'll bet it, okay? <laughs> twist, <laughs> twist to his arm. Boy, Stop be twisting my arm, tough okay? Tough sell for you. <laughs> um, other news, of course, uh, football yesterday and the, the day before. We, we mentioned that Dolphins released Sony Michelle. That was from yesterday. He's visiting the Chargers today. If you missed it, the Bills released tight end O.J. Howard yesterday. He's visiting the Bengals today. How about the Raiders, Kelly? They waive former first-round offensive tackle Alex Leatherwood. Yeah, I know. And then, and then uh, the corner yesterday, too, from a few years back. Uh, man, well, they're, they're cleaning house there. SVP bit. put this out on, uh, on, on his show last night on ESPN. These are, these are the Raiders draft picks since 2019. Leatherwood released... He was from 2021. 2020, Henry Ruggs released. We know why on that case. Damon Arnett released, also off the field issues. 2019, Cleland Farrell, his uh, fifth-year option was declined. 2019, Josh Jacobs, his fifth-year option was declined. 2019, Jonathan Abram, his fifth-year option declined. Not good at the draft. Yeah. You're Las Vegas Raiders. Um, also, we, we sit on a numbers game because this happened a couple days ago on, the num- on a numbers game. Eagles acquired uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and a 2025 seventh-round pick from the Saints in exchange for a 2023 fifth-round pick, a 2024 sixth-round pick. This is, the reason that that's noteworthy to me is not only is Chauncey Gardner-Johnson a really solid player who's going to play safety, it appears, for the Eagles, but this is what we talk about on this show all the time. There's only two ways to win a Super Bowl. One, you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. 
By the way, you'd have to go back. Nick Foles doesn't count because Carson Wentz was, was hurt that year. Um, but there's two ways to win. Hall of Fame quarterback or a rookie, a quarterback on a rookie deal who is overperforming, and therefore, because he's on a rookie deal, you can spread out your money elsewhere. That's how the Seahawks won it with Russell Wilson. Probably should have won more. That's how the Eagles were constructed, at least on Carson Wentz's rookie deal at that time. You'd have to go back to 2000 and 2002. Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson for the Ravens and Buccaneers, respectively, to sort of break that truism. And so this is what the Eagles are trying to do with Jalen Hurts. Hey, we're not paying him a lot. Let's pay everybody else. Let's go for it. And that's what they did there with uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. By the way, Dolphins placed Byron Jones on the reserve PUP list. And some baseball news on the other side. As we take a look at some NFL wildcard numbers as well. We'll do that in a moment. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Won't take you but a few seconds. Then you stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account, and bang! Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522-4700. Uh, we get tweets at beating the book, Kelly, and the reason I want to read these is because apparently, got a couple of these anyway, and I think there's more coming here now. This is from pocket underscore 10. Danny said, uh, thank you, iHeartRadio, for crapping out exactly at 7.04 once Gil made it through his intro and was about to run down U.S. Open. Any plays would be appreciated. Uh, since the loyalty, I hear feed cut out on tennis plays. Can you please put out on Twitter... Prime time. How's it possible that lose reception of the golf course just as you're giving your tennis pick? Can you help a brother out and message them? I won't message them. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tweet those guys, but just in case it came back, Mandlick, Elizabeth Mandlick, plus 445 in 45 minutes. Ludmila Samsonova, that price is a little too out of whack for us, uh, but that's the play against Leila Fernandez uh, based on the number I got yesterday. Daniel Elahi Galan on the men's side. You can get a better price now. And then Beatrice Haddad Maya still playable, even though it's 10 cents worse than where I got it against Bianca Andreescu. What a match that ought to be. Okay. I'm in on Mandlick. <laughs> Plus 425. Let's go. Go, Lizzie. 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 all along. Let's go, Lizzo. <laughs> Let's go. Anyway. All right. The other, the baseball news yesterday, I'll, I'll tweet these guys too. I'll, I'll text them back. Um, 
But the the baseball news yesterday that was well, first of all, Clayton Kershaw probably should be noted. The Dodgers get to ninety wins already. And then Clayton Kershaw, he's going to return to the Dodgers rotation tomorrow against the Mets. So reinforcements on the way. But the baseball news that has betting implications yesterday, I mean, the real news was twofold. One, we learned that Justin Verlander was going on the 15-day IL. The MRI on his uh, right calf revealed fascial disruption. Not facial disruption, uh, Kelly. That'd be something yeah. else. Fascial. Fascial. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> no, no, no. You, you got uh, it right. Fascial disruption, but no muscle fiber disruption. Boy, I hate when those things get disrupted. But he did that. Uh, he had it over the weekend. Remember, he sort of tweaked the the calf, and he was like, "I gotta." He he pitched three innings. It was sixty pitches deep. He was pitching well, and then it was like, "Um, oh, something's wrong with my calf." So the plan with the Astros is he's going to miss a few weeks. It looks like so he's going to miss. You know, they'll probably try to get him right before because Astros are just chilling, right? They they're in no danger of missing any postseason. Yeah. So no rush to get him back. So he's going to miss a few starts. One would think. And then yesterday, Shane McClanahan. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about the top AL Cy Young candidates here. With apologies to Dylan C, who I'm just not buying. Shane McClanahan. They asked you have the Tampa Bay Rays. He's warming up, and he gets scratched from his start against the Marlins with left shoulder impingement. So not a disruption, Kelly, but an impingement. Man, we, we've been doing this for a while, you know, covering this whole sports thing. You usually hear the same injuries over yes. and over again. Yes. I, those are two I have I have never heard either either of the of either of those injuries before. Well, in the case of Verlander, it's a calf. You're like, okay, well, hopefully, you know, it's the, he'll come back from that, and obviously that's not going to affect his, you know, one would hope, not, not his, uh, his pitching arm in any way or his pitching motion or anything. Shane McClanahan, though, it's a shoulder. You worry, right? Like, what, what happens with him? Yeah, I mean, Who I, knows? I'm not a doctor, but shoulders seem important for pitching. So he's, you know, they're, they're undergoing additional tests. They're optimistic that he won't deal with a lengthy absence, but who knows? So the point of this from a betting perspective is, uh-oh, AL Cy Young markets. And immediately they were taken off the board everywhere. Did you notice this? Yeah, I was going to say. I'm, I'm trying to look right now oh, and see no. if the, how many places they're even up at. They're, they're and I'm, I haven't found a single one yet. They're all gone. Because believe me, this is all we were, chat, it was all we were chatting about yesterday. Because here, here's what I got to and here's what most people got to, I think, yesterday. If Verlander's going to miss a bunch of starts and McClanahan's going to b- miss a bunch of starts. And by the way, again, for both, well, in the case of Tampa Bay, they still got to make the postseason. So they're, you know. There is a little more urgency for the for the Rays, but if they're going to both miss a bunch of starts, at that point, does it become a Dylan Cease versus Shohei Otani thing, or has has either of those guys, Verlander or, or McClanahan, done enough that it doesn't matter if they pitch again? The point being, Shohei Otani was like thirty to one before this went down, twenty five to one, thirty five to one, somewhere in that pocket. Would they really give an American League Cy Young to Dylan Cease over Shohei Otani at that point? Or would Shohei Otani get sort of the, well, since Verlander and McClanahan aren't really pitching anymore, and we're not giving the MVP to Otani, we really going to vote Dylan Cease a Cy Young over Shohei Otani? Like, I all of a sudden think Shohei Otani becomes a big Cy Young candidate. It'll, it'll be fascinating to see what his number is when this gets reposted. Yeah, I was trying to pull up what the what the last numbers we had were, but I, I mean, Verlander was was the favorite, right? Yeah, 
And then and then it was McClanahan right behind him. So yeah, it's a some, good question. Some people had Cease McClanahan, some people had McClanahan Cease. Okay. But so, don't show it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a good question, right? I mean, when these get I mean, I don't even know if you're a book, I don't even know how you post these until you have clear information on these yeah. two guys, right? Like you kind of can't. They were they were down in a hurry yesterday. They yeah. they were on it. Because I think I, I think you're right. Like I think even if the if you knew these guys were going to come back at some point, some of these books probably gonna, uh, got to consider, hey, they, you know, these guys might still win it anyways, right? So, I don't know. That that's going to be an interesting one. I think it's one you got. We got to wait for more information before there's before there's a bet to run out there to be made. Even when that once they post the market back up. Yeah, I'll tell you where I think there is a bet to be made in the MLB yes no playoff markets. Want to do NL or AL first? Where do you want to go with these? Wherever you want. Um. Let's go. Let's go National League. Okay. National League, where again, all these are very bettable things. Where is where is their value? Where is their value in terms of a yes/no playoff bet? And I think for me, and again, this is really the Giants have cratered, right? The Giants have the same record as the Diamondbacks. They're both six games below five hundred. So forget the Giants, even though we have them on the board. And I know Mark Borchard said the Giants at forty to one yesterday was his favorite. Okay, from his lips to God is. Giants fans would say on this. But realistically, Padres Brewers, it's Phillies Padres Brewers, right? Two of those three teams are making the postseason. And where is the juiciest bet? Because the Brewers have two ways in, theoretically. They are six games behind the Cardinals in the Central. Brewers are kind of, like you said, like we have there, minus 120, yes, even no. There's nothing real sexy about that. But the Padres, Kelly, have the hardest remaining pardon me, besides the Diamondbacks, the, the second hardest, besides the Diamondbacks, the hardest remaining schedule in all of baseball. They have 31 games left, nine of oh which... Oh, my gosh. What? I, I just read that. Wait, sorry, what you're getting to. Oh, okay, nine of... <laughs> oh, what just happened? Oh, my God, what did I miss? <laughs> this is, it's every sport scheduling. Why is it so bad? Like, why is every sport messed up in scheduling so bad? So the Dodgers have... Not, excuse me, the Padres have nine games left against the Dodgers, three against the Cardinals, two against the Mariners. Nine of the right. remaining 31 against the Dodgers. How do you have 31 games remaining in the season and nine of them are against the Dodgers? I think that no on plus 240 on the Padres is the bet. Yeah, that's pretty juicy. I understand. If you're making one here in the NL, that's the bet. I think that's the bet you make. With apologies to Mark's 40-1 to on the Giants, yes. I don't think the Brewers, like, why why do you want to wait a month to see if you cashed a minus 120 or even? I think the Padres plus 240 no is the way to go. That schedule, I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. Would you be shocked if they outlasted the Brewers, like if the Brewers were... Kind of a, in this in this last place looking would, in, and they would, didn't catch the Cardinals. I would not be shocked yeah. at all. That's why I'm saying the bet would be that. I'm with you. That's yeah. right. I think the Brewers one's almost unbettable at this number. Yeah. I, I don't have much faith in that team. Uh, uh, you know, either to make it in the in, the, as, in as a wild card or overtake the Cardinals once again. I mean, six games back is that what you said now? But yeah, I'm with you. I think I think that would be the one to make. American League, real quick. I don't know if uh, if, if I will like one as much. I think I do though. American League. This is a little bit more of a scrum, if you will. Um, I'll just slough the White Sox and Red Sox off that board because I'm not buying it. But if you look at, so the Twins have two ways in. They're a game and a half behind the Guardians. They can also get there via the wild card. Eh, Just plus 140 fascinating. By the way, these are courtesy of DraftKings. Plus 140 is not horrible. But 
What's the better bet? Orioles yet Orioles are three back as the Twins are in the wild card race. Orioles can only get there obviously by wild card. Is the Orioles yes at plus three fifty the better bet, or is the or is the Rays at plus three ten? Because the Rays have the hardest schedule right behind the Padres. The Rays have thirty four games left. They got to play six against Houston, six against the Yankees, nine against the Jays, three against the Guardians. So what's that? That's 24 of their remaining 34 against those teams. Yikes. And now the McClanahan problem. The Rays know at plus 310. By the way, they're four games ahead of the field. To me, that's the best bet on this board. I think it's the Padres know and the Rays know in terms of the best wild, in terms of the best yes-no playoff bets. Yeah, it might be even some interesting. We could hit this quick on the other side, too, but the... uh, you know, maybe if you could pl- you could play a Rays and Blue Jays, play the no on both of them with how many times they play each other. Oh, that's not a bad way to go. You know what I mean? One yeah. of these teams could quickly fall in the standings. I think these are pretty bettable markets, though. Not all are. We'll see if the NFL wildcard market is bettable next. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. It is football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now it's the time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up early and for a discounted $175, you'll receive both guides and full VSIN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for $40 a month and see everything VSIN has to up your betting game go to vsin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network skill alexander ladies and gentlemen producer number nine kelly midland bidlin is with us right here how you doing kelly you good happy to be here man man happy to have you yeah man how you like your new hours that was some fun oh it's gonna take a little adjusting but yeah they work it's bizarre to be at home and watching, uh, you know, watching sports when they're live and stuff. It's amazing on this chair. So uh, yeah, that that part's nice. All right, we were texting the other day, like the whole like catching the six o'clock Eastern Sports Center is uh, just like mind boggling, man. I'm like, what is this craziness, dude? After two years of primetime action, I was like, oh my god, it's <laughs> still the late night sports still center. Sunny outside. There's like anchors I don't recognize and stuff. I'm like, man, it's been a while. Anchors like, hell, Duncan left here. Was she not doing the show anymore? What's happening? Oh yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a whole new world for us. Um, Kelly, fresh whole new world for him. So you put together odds to make the playoffs as a wild card team, specifically as a wild card team. Shout out to BetMGM for putting up this market. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was pretty cool and different for them to put up. I like it because it's 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 the old anything that requires you to think. More than once about something. Yeah, right. Right? It's like, okay, it's not just to make the playoffs, but hey, don't be too good either in your division. Don't be too good at all. You can't win your division. You can only eke in as a wild card team. So in the AFC, the Chargers are the shortest shot to get in as a wild card team. And the Chiefs and the Broncos right after them, plus 185 to plus 195. That makes intuitive sense because. That is largely considered to be football's most competitive division, if not only this year, maybe of all time. Are you a little surprised the Broncos are that short? Good God. Um, I, I, I was a little bit. Yeah. But I no, I, I think if I had to book this market, this is the exact strategy I would go with to put all these AFC West teams at the top, right? Because they're, they're probably A, going to be the most bet. I mean, B, it's, it's just the most likely. We're going to see one or two. 
or maybe even three from the division, right? Yeah, but the, the Raiders are the. This is always the weird thing with the AFC West. The Broncos are plus one ninety five, but the Raiders are plus three ten. Okay. I guess. Yeah, I feel like we've been talking about that all summer. Where it's didn't the, we talk about that last summer too? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, Gil, I think for some of it this year is you know we t- we hit on this yesterday a bit when we were kind of going over some of our bets that we had futures wise. Where look, the Broncos when they got Russell Wilson. Yeah, of course everybody had all the reason to be in love with this team and think they were going to do amazing sure. things. And then every other team in the AFC West right. loaded up on weapons, right? And I I feel like there's been some there's been some things that still haven't adjusted. And this is I think is a good example when you see numbers like this and it's like these two teams are closer to each other than what these numbers show. If not the Raiders are a better if not the Raiders being a better team than the Broncos. Yeah, it's one of, and again, I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh, I know the Raiders to be a better team than the Broncos." What I, what I am saying, what we're both trying to say is, it's very peculiar that for two straight off seasons, the Raiders are are always seem always seem to be slotted well below the Broncos. And I don't really understand why that is. In in various markets, not just this one, right? right? Um, so Chargers plus 175, Chiefs plus 185, Broncos plus 195, and as far as the other AFC West team, the Raiders plus 310. But in between the Broncos and the Raiders, the Dolphins plus 260. Okay, obviously the Bills are the prohibitive favorite to win the AFC East. So that makes a lot of sense, right? Because you're not going to, you're most likely not going to win the division. So you're probably your path is is your only path, dare I say? Yeah. By the way, I don't want to say only. And that's the other no, thing about no, superlatives. But, but like, I don't know. You are kind of right. I, I mean, kind of right. But like, do any of us know anything with the NFL? No, none <laughs> yeah, of us know anything. None I of just us want to make that point. I mean, I mean, right? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, Josh Allen goes down in week two. The AFC East is completely up. For I think this is the single biggest point we can drive home this summer. Is do any <laughs> of us know anything about this? I hope we do. Uh, uh, Bengals are now no, go to the AFC North teams, right? Bengals plus two seventy five. Browns, interestingly, same price plus two seventy five. Which how is that the case? And the and the Ravens really the same price almost at plus two eighty. Essentially, all three of those teams, it's just throw them up in the air for a wild card. I just don't. How do you have the Browns? I, I don't know how you have the Browns in the same mix with the Ravens and the Bengals when you go and look at the AFC North division exactly. odds. Then right, exactly. and they are th- three to four to one. Right. Where these other, you know, these other two teams are plus one twenty to plus one eighty, so I, you know, I don't know. That's the one. The Bengals one is I, I circled where if I had to make a bet in this market, it would be on the Bengals because I, I do. I think the Ravens probably win that division. Um, at plus at plus two seventy five, am I running out to make this bet? Probably not. Probably not. But yeah, look, the AFC East. I think the way you st- you were outlining the AFC East is the way you got to think about it when you're thinking about a market like this, right? It makes sense that the Dolphins are going to be shorter because there's such a clear gap mm-hmm. in the division leader and the Bills and everybody else in that division. So, of course, their odds are going to be a little bit shorter where the Bengals and Ravens are kind of more of a toss-up of who could win that division. But I feel pretty strongly about the Ravens, I think, heading into this season in that AFC North. I think the odds have, have gotten away from me a little bit. I wish I would have gotten them at 2-1 to one or more more in that divi- those division odds, uh, like I know a lot of people did earlier this summer. Um, but look, I think that the AFC North, at least of all the AFC divisions, there's a little bit more, it's a little bit more muddled at the top to me. So if I think the Ravens are going to, uh, Ravens or the Bengals, I mean, I, I guess you could bet, you could bet both here too. Um, but I think the Ravens are going to win that division. So Bengals at plus 275, I still think they're going to get into the playoffs. I think they'll beat out at least one of those AFC West teams where I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it was one team from the AFC North, 
as one of the wild card teams, and the other two are coming from the West. Yeah, and for those who are like, oh, I think three teams go. By the way, it's it's virtually impossible for all three teams, all three wild card teams, to come from the same division. Like it is going to be uh, it, you're it, threading, be you're It'll, threading such a needle. Right? Exactly, like, it's just so tough because when you play each other, and then you'd have to have the the rest of the conference cooperate. I, I like your Bengals thought. But let me just say this as compared to like the MLB yes no playoff bets that we just isolated. Like you were intimating, like I don't know if I'd raise to bet this. I don't know that I'd love this market. If the, if Be- that Bengals number was and this is always unfair, but yeah. like if that Bengals number was plus three fifty, I probably I would bet that. I, I would at least th- I would throw At a plus three fifty. I yeah. would agree. It's it's not if we could just go back one one second, guys. Uh, Isaiah and Wyatt and everybody downstairs to yeah so. The Bills plus 350, like, for instance, that needs to be higher, right? In the opposite way. Like, everybody is so sure the Bills are going to win the AFC East, and I I understand the reasons why. I'm not disagreeing. But, like, if you're you're telling me they're going to make it as a wildcard team, I need plus five or plus 600 on that. Don't give me the plus 350. Man, then I don't know. Like I'm starting, I'm starting to get a little tired of the, some of the Steelers talk. Where <laughs> this gone, is the opposite of what t- you're saying, right? Yeah. But I think these Steelers yeah. are so bad, or so you know, so far down in the AFC North that they should be way longer than what? What are we hanging five to one on them? Well, no, you're right. Like the, we, you should get more bang for your buck yeah. for that. All right, to the NFC. Let's see if there's. I agree with you. The Bengals probably about as good a bet there is there on the AFC side. NFC. I mean, Gil, just real, real quick. I mean, it's the Steelers thing. Like, if I hear the Mike Tomlin, you know, hasn't finished under 500, but we're like, hey, there's a first for everything, guys. And he hasn't had a great quarterback to play, uh, that he's going to roll into the season with. Like, it's, it can happen. Everybody says that line. Like, it's like, for sure, not going to happen. It's like, no, no, it can. Now I it am, will. Now I am compelled to say that as often as possible when the Steelers win this. Year. Like, hey, Kelly he goes into a Steelers season preview. That line is dropped. Kelly, have you heard this stat about Mike Tomlin? <laughs> Ever had a losing season? <laughs> so annoying, Kelly. NFC Niners as a wild card would be the short shot. Remember, this is as a wild card specifically. The Niners in a division packed, right? The NFC version uh, of the best division being the West as well, with the Rams and of course the Cardinals in there as well. Apologies to the Seahawks. 49ers plus 175. Cowboys plus 220 in a free-for-all NFC East, right? Who now the consensus is starting to move towards the Eagles. Rams also in NFC West. Eagles NFC East. So those are just taking turns. And it makes sense that the Vikings would be in there from the NFC North because the Packers still exist. So really you have a bunch of NFC West, uh, NFC East, and then the two teams at the top of the NFC North all bunched up at the top. It all makes sense. Yeah, see, some of these odds I found fascinating. So, are shouldn't, we, shouldn't the Saints plus three ten immediately be your best bet on the board? Yeah, period. Right, that, that one jumped out to me. I mean, sure. I like the Saints anyways. Already have a division bet on, in on them, yeah. but I even think that's a way you could play that. Right, if you're high on the Saints this year, you could bet. You know, this is where you need to do the math. Right, yeah, right. Look at their yes no playoff exactly. number. Exactly. Or what's better, the yes, or if I make a bet to, for them to win the division and a bet in this market to make it as a wild card. Team. I smell a pro tip. I pro tip. S- I smell a pro shop tip. Shop around the market. It, but but it, it makes it's not just shop for the right price. What Kelly is saying is shop for the right market. That is something not said enough, right? Because, again, as he said, could you bet him to win the division? Could you bet him to win yes, no playoffs? Do you bet him to win, uh, you know, to bet him to be a, in the playoffs as a wild card team? There, are, there is a way to bet it most optimally. 
And that is up to you, the better, to figure that out and to uh, spend the time figuring that out. Saints plus 310. I think I love that one. Odds to make the playoffs as a wild card team. Coming back with Matt Bookalter from Plus EV Analytics. His favorite alt-season win totals in the NFL and how he arrived at them. This is fascinating. Next, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. And if all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back and free bets up to $25. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of this offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance promotion, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any Major League Baseball game. And if you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. It is a numbers game. It's Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin here as well. And this is a true pleasure. Uh, I met this gentleman at Bet Bash 2, Spanky's great get-together um, get together is shortchange. You get this awesome conference uh, that we had, Bet Bash 2, over at Circa back in April. Uh, you know him from Twitter. If you've been in the gambling Twitter world for many years, you know him at Plus EV Analytics. His name is Matt Bookalter. Uh, he's also an instructor of the art of sports betting analytics. But he joins us to discuss NFL alt season win totals. It's Canada Week here on a numbers game. How you doing, man? Thanks oh, for coming in. Canada, thank you for having me, Gil. It is super cool to be here. Yeah, and Rob Pizzola, your buddy, was here earlier this week. Yes, yes, Rob and I are good friends. So we, so we, you sent an article, or you had an article called NFL Season Wins 2022 Seeking Alpha. You're, you wrote a piece on this in 2020, which was really well received. Let's start there. That was that was really well received, and then this sort of dovetails from that. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, I've been writing about NFL season win totals since 2020. My first article, I was looking at different ways to beat NFL season win total markets. And one of the things that I looked at was alt totals, alt season wins over, alt season wins under. And the method I was I was using to price these things, when you look at a team, for example, Arizona Cardinals, they are priced eight and a half wins. The market expects them to be a 500 team, eight and a half wins, easy. 
they might win 10 games. They might win 11 games just by being lucky. They might win seven or eight games just by being unlucky. And the math to quantify that is pretty easy. It's the same as the math of flipping a coin 17 times and counting how many heads you get. And that is the math that the books used, and some of them still use, to price their alternate season win totals. And one of the things I wrote about in this article is how that's not entirely correct. Because if you look at the Arizona Cardinals, they might win 11 games by being an eight and a half win team that gets lucky, or they might win 11 games by being an 11 win team (laughs) that we just don't know about because there are so many unknowns, especially at the beginning of an NFL season. We were just saying, we know nothing. We know very little. And, And so the consequence of that is a lot of the more extreme edges of the win total distribution tended to be um, underpriced by the market, meaning that there tended to be a lot more surprises, a lot more variation between the market win total and what would actually happen at the end of the year. And what that means is if you can get alt-overs or alt-unders at plus money, then a lot of those tended to be good bets. I love it. Because we've said many times on this show, we've driven home the fact it's like, oh, it's one thing to talk everything through a prism of regular season win totals. But really, the notion that the alt markets are priced properly is a fallacy. And so you're sort of saying this in a more quantifiable way. So Seeking Alpha, by the way, as you point out in your piece uh, at Plus uh, Plus EV Analytics, is really a, a finance term, right? Wall Street people talk about that in terms of alpha is what they seek. It's plus EV for us in our jargon. Yes, we call it plus EV. They call it alpha, and it is an edge against the market. It is you taking advantage of something that you know better than the market. All right, so you isolated two things that we've never really talked about ever before. Can you explain? Sure. So what I did in my new article for 2022 is I built on that foundation from a couple of years ago, and I said, okay, well, what if the market isn't always right? What if there are systematic biases or errors in some of these regular season win total markets? And the two areas I focused on were the quarterback and the coaching staff. Now, when you look at the quarterback, when I look back a few years, one of the things I found was that teams starting a rookie quarterback tended to underperform their market regular season win total by about one win per team per season, which is quite a big number. Significant, that's yeah. the difference between an eight and a half and a seven and a half. You know, that you can get a big plus money price on on that under. Um, conversely, teams with a second year starting quarterback outperformed their regular season win total by, again, almost a full win. Big, big differences. And if you look at why that might be, you can think about rookie quarterbacks and they're just coming off of, of college and the draft and they're hyped and, you know, this guy is going to be the next greatest quarterback. And what a lot of these rookie quarterbacks find is that being an NFL quarterback is not the easiest job in the world. And they, they tend to struggle a lot in their first year. doesn't change the fact that they're talented, um, it just means that it takes some time to, to adapt to the NFL game. When they come back in their second year with that experience under their belts, a lot of the times, number one, they show, they live up to their true true talent potential. Right, while but, the narrative still remains that well, we think they're not as good. Well, they're not as good because yeah. of their poor, relatively poor rookie performance. Okay, so that might be intuitive to, to, to many listening. This next one with the coaching, I think, is, is really fascinating. Yeah, so another one I found uh, was teams that have either a returning head coach and a returning offensive coordinator or 
both new, new head coach, new offensive coordinator, tend to perform slightly better than their regular season win total. But teams with a mixture, either a uh, returning head coach, new offensive coordinator, which is the one you'll get most likely, and like very rarely you'll have a uh, new head coach with a returning OC, um, they tended to underperform by quite a significant margin. See, that's fascinating because this gets back to the notion of continuity, right? We always say, oh, continuity really matters in, in the NFL. You're, you're sort of putting numbers to that. So new coach, new coordinator, good. Old coach, old coordinator, good. But if it's mixed, if it's new and old and old and new, it, it underperforms significantly. Yeah, and if you try and think about why that might be. Yes, I'm, intuitively. I'm, I'm putting a narrative to the, to the numbers, yeah. um, which is sometimes a dangerous thing to do. But an NFL team is a workplace like any other workplace, and any workplace is going to have uh, different cultures, and especially, especially if you have a mixture of new cultures and old cultures, these things might gel, but it might take some time. And, and you know, early in the tenure of, of uh, what's usually a returning head coach and a new OC, the Buffalo Bills, so, I see uh, the uh, so this first is, example. Yeah, this informs then the seven bets that you came up with, and we can flash them up on the screen. You could take them real quick. We'll do like 10 seconds on each. But yeah, Bills under 11.5 plus 140, first among them. Yeah, so this is, again, this is the returning head coach, new offensive coordinator. It uh, hurts me a little bit as a guy from Toronto. The, the Buffalo Bills are our adopted NFL home team, so uh, uh, my, my heart doesn't like to bet them under, but my brain uh, overruled my heart in this case, so I do like their under 11.5. Okay, Texans alt over 5.5, but plus 200. That's where the juice, that's where the, that's where the real bang for your buck is. Yeah, so a lot of these Texans, Jets, and, and especially my, my adopted new favorite team, the <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars, um, are again these second year starting quarterbacks where um, they have not been the greatest in their rookie year, but the numbers say that most NFL quarterbacks um, upgrade their results significantly between year one and year two, and that's what I'm what I'm banking on. And again, going back to my original article, these alt totals and the alt overs in this yeah. case, uh, I, I think there's some value there. Oh, so so the, is the Bills not an alt? Is that the one that's not an alt, or should that be an alt also? Uh, you we, know what? These numbers are, are a couple of weeks old, and they probably changed a lot okay. since then. They're, they would actually be be if you can get a price like that, they would both they would they would be good anyway. Okay, so but but I just said we just because we didn't have alt listed for for the Bills as one of them there. But uh, Texans, Jaguars, both alt overs. Texans over five and a half. Jaguars over seven and a half. Both of those plus two hundred. Jets alt over six and a half at plus one seventy five. Buccaneers. Alt under 10.5 plus 175. Broncos alt under 9 plus 180. And the Seahawks alt over 6.5 plus 185. Which of the bottom ones do you think was most noteworthy? Um, the Buccaneers. I mean, again, this this is age catches up with everyone. And, and uh, yes, you know, it and, does. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know I'm going to be called a hater in some circles for this, but you know, no, no matter how good you are, no matter if you're the greatest of all time, as you get up to your mid forties, like the, this, the, the, the decline is going to happen. And, and, you know, I might be betting alt unders for the next three years until it does. Yeah. Uh, but uh, time, time waits for no man. Matt, I love it, and I appreciate it. And uh, Matt Bookalter, everybody, from Plus EV Analytics, all of your stuff, 
on the on is Twitter? Is that the best place to go? Twitter plus EV Analytics. My website plus EVAnalytics.com. I'm going to have some pretty cool announcements coming up in the next few days. So uh, catch me there. Thank you so much for coming in, man. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. Um, and by the way, that's going to dovetail nicely into our uh, our pro tip of the hour, which is what Kelly and I said previous hour, which is with the NFL betting. Really shop around for the best, most optimal market to bet a specific team based on your conviction. That was our pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on Visa Across every show. Don't forget that. So that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for Visa Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke. Baseball next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at zerofoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.